Hey, Ash. Hi, Taryn. Uh, I was actually wanting to start this episode with a fun fact. Ooh. <laughs> because I've neglected it. You have. I have. Um, this one was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. There's there's facts where you're like, wow. I don't think I ever like really needed to know that or knew that was mm-hmm. even a fact to know, but I'm mm-hmm. glad I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Psycho, the movie Psycho, was the first movie to show a toilet flushing? Isn't that interesting? Like no movie had ever shown a toilet flush? As in like the water going down? I guess. To show a toilet flushing. Fascinating. Psycho. But like that movie's not even that old. I, it's old. It's old. Well, it is, but compared to like westerns True. and like True. silent films, yeah, isn't that interesting? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it makes me question like when were toilets made? Definitely before Psycho, right? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I think also at that time, like filming movies back then were so expensive, you know, and like it was a different type of film where you didn't want to like waste film on unnecessary things, right? Like a toilet flushing. Um, So that I guess kind of tracks for that. Isn't that interesting though? Yeah. And also like that's when like did I do I really care about that? No, but like when I read it, I'm like fascinating. Yeah, that movie. That is to this day like one of the one of the one of the few movies that like stuck with me. It's so unnerving. It it's is very so unnerving. unnerving. And I had never seen it, but I did this like literature or that was this literature class, English class. I forget what it was. It was in like community college, and she was also like she was a film major at the same time that our teacher. So we watched movies and wrote about them. Oh, that's cool. And it was right up my alley because that's yeah. my, that's like my favorite thing to do is watch movies so um i loved it so much but i remember watching it for the first time for that class and i was like so bothered by it and i feel like it's rare for a movie to make me feel that so yeah i i will say though too because do you remember um i don't think you went one of my friends had a birthday party where we went to like one of those like outdoor like you're sitting on blankets on a field and watch a big movie Mm -hmm. and it was like an old old thriller mm-hmm. movie and i was so incredibly like disturbed by it and like had nightmares about it and i think it's because we're not used to like the 
the vibes and the flow and like how they filmed old movies. Mm-hmm. So there's so there's something like very unnerving about the over dramatized choppy way that they like film yes. murder and like everything. Yeah. Even though most people watch it and they're like, oh, it's so fake. There's something like eerie about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, if I watch the same someone get murdered the same exact way as like the scenes in Psycho I probably wouldn't be as scared Mm -hmm. but like it's just the way I don't know there's something about like the old timey film it like freaks me out yeah every October I always watch like an old scary movie and I got really into watching like the Michael Myers like Halloween movies and I started like a few years ago I watched the first one and then the year before that or after that I watched the second one and then the third one and they're still the the first one is very uncomfortable in how they like shot things it was it was, it was very aggressive no, it was like a it. lot of blood and like unnecessary amounts of blood yeah. and it was just a lot of sounds that you were just like oof like oof. a lot of suspense and build up yeah because they don't have as much like computer animated yeah. like no boom, CGI boom, like, fast. not yeah. the best makeup so like they had to go quick yeah yeah there's something about it that's like terrifying. Yeah. Anyways, so fun. fun fact for you. Um, how are you, Ash? Oh, I'm doing so good. I've been on my like my like health and wellness grind Love that for, for January, which has been so much fun. I can't remember if I talked about this, but I committed to running a mile a day and I am so proud to say that I've been doing it. Yeah. You which have is wild. Even sick. Guys, I'm not a runner. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> do you love it? <laughs> and the fact that I'm, I've actually been able to do this has been so much fun for me. Um, and I feel like I'm actually getting a little bit better, which has been exciting and um, really enjoying that. I've also just like, I have a hair oil in right now. Like that's yeah, just me lately. Like that I've been like I very. I was going to say, I love the slick back look, but it's hair oil. It's hair oil. Oh, I love that. It <laughs> looks very intense. We'll be washing it out tonight. But like, I've just been, I've been doing that. I've been doing a lot of like, lotions and oils and hair masks and face masks it helped I think because I was down bad with that sickness for so long that I was like there's nothing else I can do yeah but um I've been enjoying it and I've been feeling very like pamper myself lately which has been I love that for you yeah love that for you and I'm feeling I'm finally over my cold yeah you sound amazing thank you guys for the concerned (laughs) messages we all were very I was concerned (laughs) um yeah we actually recorded our supercast episode for the week when you're listening to it, it would be the last week's Supercast mm-hmm. episode. Um, and we were like talking about that and catching up. And I was telling Ash, she sounds so much better. Like, yeah. you still hear a slight, like, oh, like maybe yeah. she has allergies. It's yeah. that instead of like, oh, you're sick. You yeah, know? I'm definitely, I can't shake the, the nose. I'm still a little congested, but it's nothing. Nothing. Nowhere near as bad as it was no. last week. Definitely nowhere near as bad as it was yeah. the week before. It was a wild, like, it almost took exactly two weeks yeah. for me to shake it, it was off. brutal. Um, also, just a shameless plug because I loved our Supercast episode we mm-hmm. recorded. It was good. Today, which again would be last week's. So if you are teetering on whether you want to join Supercast, you should just for that episode because it Absolutely. was like, it was very interesting. But, anyways, okay. So last weekend I went to Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, amazing. And I was catching Ash up on Supercast about like, the weekend but i saved something to show you amazing so um my brother's getting married to this wonderful wonderful girl wonderful (laughs) wonderful girl julia uh i absolutely adore her she's gonna be my sister and i'm Mm -hmm. i'm just so excited i adore her she planned like themes for everything so like Mm -hmm. we dressed up for everything and so i of course went all out for my outfits yeah so i went from 
Saturday night was like Barbie themed. So it was like Barbie pink, everything. And then she was in white. I saw your outfit, your Barbie outfit. I was so fire. killed my outfit. Yeah. So I went from like Saturday night feeling so hot. Like everywhere I went, people were like, oh my God, your outfit. Like just felt on top of the world. Uh-huh. Okay. So I went from this just feeling hot. Hot. Just a refresher. So cute. I'm adorable. Oh my God. Yeah. Love, Love to gas this entire up. outfit, the bag, the boots. Yeah. The next, the, hair. the next morning was wig brunch. So we each had a wig, and then we had to like match parts of our outfits to that color, whatever. Okay. But everyone's putting their wig on, and I'm like, oh, everyone looks like semi cute. Like, fine, yeah. Whatever. And I was like, oh, this is perfect because I've been wanting to cut my hair. So, like, this will be a good test of short. Right. I don't know what in the Willy Wonka happened to my wig, but it was not. I put it on and everyone just starts laughing. <laughs> and, like, you can't even see the back in the photos, but the back was so, it was so A-line that you could, like, see my brown hair sticking out of the oh, back. no. I've never felt more unattractive in my entire life. And we took this group photo and I zoomed in on myself just <laughs> to show you. <laughs> So imagine the imagine, I'm so imagine the humbling experience I had right. going from I'm so freaking hot yeah. to this. Okay. Yeah. So um for your <laughs> build up I'm for so your excited. viewing pleasure, here is how attractive I was on Oh no. Look at my face. No. Taryn. <laughs> That's so bad. It's so ugly. That's I look so bad. So ugly. And you know what sucks is so Saturday night, I, I saw some hot guys, but I think I was so just intertwined in like our group and what we were doing. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention. But Sunday, because we went to like this cool like hip part. And um, as I'm walking there, oh. as I'm walking through the restaurant, like I see all these just like super hot men like sitting with their friends and whatever and they would like look up at me and I would just like look away because I'm like I there's no point like I'm not even offended that you're not even giving me like a two second glance you know what this is giving oompa loompa no well yes yes but like I'm scared what (laughs) oh god it reminds me of pin 15 when the mom cuts her hair (laughs) and she just looks like a little mushroom just running around I Karen, it's so bad. Who chose these wigs? Julia. I literally looked at Julia and I was like, why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? Oh, no. Yeah. I look rough, man. I feel like it should have been more like, let's pick our wigs beforehand so we can like create a whole personality change with it instead of a last minute like, how do I work with this? To be fair, we all looked pretty rough, but like- Oh, everyone had the same wig. Yeah. I cut my bangs, so I don't know if that made it worse. Got it. Yeah, some of there's like it's like longer on everyone, so I don't know what. I don't Got know what it. Happened, but I thought I I don't know what I was thinking, but it does make me happier that yeah, everyone yeah, else yeah. was we in the all, same boat. She looked adorable, which okay. is all that mattered. You know, it's Love about her. That. It's about her. But well, yeah, it was fun. What could have been with those men? What could have been? We'll never know. We'll, ne- <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, well, super exciting news for all of our listeners. Um, are, we're having a massive merch blowout sale. Yes. Massive. Massive. We are starting the year fresh. We're getting rid of the old. And we know a lot of you guys have supported us in purchasing merch in throughout the years. This is a compilation of like a ton of merch that we have sold that we are selling 50% off. Like we are here to get rid of it. And yes, you heard that right. 50. Literally half off. Half off. I think me and Ash, like both of our personalities are very 
we're not like cluttery people. <laughs> and so like we're scrolling through like our merch stuff and we're like, oh my gosh, we have like October series. We have like this whole Random, thing. We have like yeah. mugs, which are all like we love all the pieces we've put out. But we're like, we kind of want to like clear Just everything and then start. start like our new era. Yeah. So. And we're so excited for this new era. Um, so if you know anyone who would love some merch, if you need to stock up on some merch for mm-hmm. yourselves, um, the sale is happening January 22nd through February 2nd. And again, guys, this is a 50% off everything. everything. Yeah. Literally everything. So go crazy, go wild. Monday, January 22nd, it starts. Get everything you can because um, it's going to be gone after. It's going to be gone. Um, yes. Those are all the announcements. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Should we get into a turn it up? jump into it. Okay, this one is titled The Ultimate Mood Killer. Uh-oh. Good morning, beautiful ladies. Good morning. Hello. How lovely. Um, <laughs> Anonymous writes, this happened to me last night. And I immediately knew I had to write this in. First, a little life update. Earlier this year, I wrote in about a cheating boyfriend and giving myself three months to decide if I'd get back with him. LOL. That lasted two weeks and I never wanted to see his face again. So on to bigger and better things. We love that. We love that for you. We definitely prepped you for that outcome. Yes. I, I think we all kind of thought that might be the case. So... Um, and basically, you were able to get over it so fast because of what we said. You're welcome. So you're welcome for changing lives. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, very excited for you. And congratulations on moving on. That's very exciting. Um, she writes, I'm dating someone new now. And PSA for everyone, there is someone, uh, she puts in all caps, so much better waiting to love you. So don't settle. I love that. There are well a lot said. of you that are just staying staying safe in relationships that suck. So if this is your push you need, yep. Don't Who blame us safe? if don't blame us if that was your person, but yeah. like correct. Just take take um inventory, mm-hmm. <laughs> make your own mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, on to the story. My boyfriend, we'll call him Evan, and I got invited to a dinner party hosted by one of his clients. I put on a nice outfit and I'm wearing a pair of black boots with maybe a three inch heel. I'm also wearing jeans that are long enough to be draped over the heel and kind of graze the floor just oh, yeah, to give you a picture. Oh, that's that a is, hot That's look. how like, I feel like jeans, that's how you like dress up jeans, yep. you know? So well done. Um, we get to the house and it's right on the beach on a cliff and it's so beautiful. We were early, so we decided to walk around a bit and find somewhere to watch the sunset. We find these stairs that lead down to a flat spot with a bench. 
I'm talking like less than 10 steps down. There is another couple down on the platform. So we were being quiet to not disturb their moment. Evan is walking in front of me and we start walking down. I step down heel first and my pant leg, remember it's grazing the floor, ends up under my shoe. And I go flying face first in actual slow motion. Oh my gosh. My knee lands on the step and I'm able to catch myself, but I am fully sprawled out face down on this no. staircase. So imagine being like, it's you're kind of upside down. You know, if you're yeah, if, if you, you fall, fall forward face first, then yeah, you're, you're like, upside down. You're, you're like diagonally yeah. down. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um this is not a slip where I landed on my butt. I fell forward down the stairs. So she's like starfish yeah. down the, yeah. down the that's stairs. A, that's a rough life. And again, just just a fun reminder, this is a work dinner. Yeah. A work dinner. Yeah. I let out a little yelp upon impact, which is the only reason Evan turned around and noticed. I immediately bust up in laughter and I'm just laying there trying to process what just happened. He asked me if I'm okay. And once he knew I was, he starts cracking up too. The couple in view that were watching the sunset saw the entire thing happen. They come running up and were like, thank God you're laughing. We were so worried. My boyfriend and I both could not stop cracking up and they promptly left. The sunset was not close to over and it was absolutely gorgeous. So it's safe to assume I killed their little moment. Oops. (laughs) Thanks for reading. Love you, girls. Yeah, but you earned yours. Uh, You really did. Like (laughs) that was you deserved that that little bench to yourself. Yeah. Um. That is actually one of my worst fears. I broke my tooth as a child. <laughs> oh, Tina. As a child, like in fourth grade, broke my tooth. And to this day, my worst fear is falling forward mm-hmm. face first on my tooth and breaking it. <laughs> and yeah. It makes, there's like no logical reason why my tooth would break necessarily like falling that yeah, way. That was but a I'm traumatic like, incident for yes, you. Yes, and I'm also yeah. like a mouth breather a lot of the time with allergies and things. So like it it tracks that I could be tooth first you could falling. Be. You could and be. And the way that that happened to you is just such a big fear of mine. And I'm yeah. so sorry that that happened. Well, but thank I'm, God it, she didn't make mouth yeah, contact. I know. Yeah. Don't You don't want to do teeth first. Yeah. I, I can't remember if I've told this on here or not, but I one of my worst falling downstairs moments was I was in Vegas mm-hmm. and I was with I was walking with the guy. There was this guy that I was like obsessed with. He was my like first love. And it was a lot of like on and off for years. Mm-hmm. And so we went to Vegas and I remember like me and him were walking. It was just the two of us. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, like. What if we have like a little moment, we kiss, uh-huh, like blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. I was just like head over heels for this guy. And so he was walking in front of me down this huge, you know how Vegas, mm-hmm. they have the most epic staircases. Yeah. Every club yeah. has like either chandeliers or yeah. it's like winding or like they're whatever. They're always kind of dark. Yeah. Very dark. Yeah. Also, I suck in heels. I suck flat footed. Yeah. Okay. So you put me in heels, yeah. add even a drop of alcohol, forget it. I'm done. <laughs> so anyways, I'm like walking down these stairs trying to be like all sexy, whatever behind him. I trip. And then I'm not joking. It was 30 seconds of like, like I went like but I'm holding on to the rail still so like my body's like flinging and like I'm recalibrating then but I skinned the crap out of like my shins and my knees and so anyways I'm literally like but holding on to the rail down the whole staircase that he just walked down yeah so I get to the bottom and I like gather myself right as I stand up straight he turns around and I must have looked like deer in headlights because he was like 
did you just fall down the stairs? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I was literally in so much pain. Like, but pick me up. Then Take he like, me home. He held my hand when we walked. So Cute. it was worth it. As I'm like bleeding oh and God. limping. I'm like, best night ever. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny how like at that time and at a younger age, I'd be mortified. At my age now, I feel like I'd be going to security and asking for the footage. Oh, for <laughs> you know? freaking Where sure. I would just be like, that was one of the worst falls of my life. I need the videotape. I, I need to I see need it. To like, I need everyone. to show the world. Also, I would not have popped up. I would have had to lay on the floor for at least two minutes yeah. before I was able to get back up. Yeah. No, but it's fine. <laughs> we're fine. Okay. All right. We're going to jump into the first story. Let's um, do it. This one caught me with the title. It's titled, We All Hate Her Boyfriend. Help. Oh. oh. <laughs> Help. Damn. Okay. Just, we don't have to say out loud, uh-huh. but um, whose significant other has been the one that you've like absolutely like I can't stand. Do you have a friend's boyfriend that you've hated? Yeah. Who? We can bleep it. It's boyfriend. Oh. And he is just always a train wreck, like always like a, a drunken train wreck. And oh, just yeah, that's not it. Kind of inappropriate and just kind of gives me the ick. And Ugh. so anytime I'm like by him I'm always like Ugh. how do I get away yeah that's like, the worst away. and the, he's not always like that but 90% of the time he is yeah and so and it's it's like we won't even be like raging or having a big party I'll just be like how are you this drunk right now yeah you know? like yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. it it's a Monday that's the I've only had a couple one of them is her boyfriend like there was one time we were all out and I was like totally sober like we were going dancing and he was like very intoxicated, but he's standing holding her hand and he like put his arm on my like lower back in a way that I was like, that's weird. And there's certain people like, like Haley, our friend Haley is now husband mm-hmm. is like the best, the best person in the entire world. Uh-huh. And he also like has very much like big brother energy. Yeah. So like he could run and like pick me up and run me to somewhere and we I would not feel it, like it was inappropriate. Haley would watch the whole thing and be like cracking up. Like there's something about him that I feel so safe and so respected. Mm-hmm. But there's other guys like the one I just mentioned that I'm like, I feel very uncomfortable with the way you were just acting with me. Yeah. And that's weird because you're like, if you act like this with your person's friend and yeah. when they're present, like how do you act with like girls that like are say like no one knows who yeah. you are and like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like it just gives me like weird vibes. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's always facts. tricky and you just want to avoid that at all costs. Right? That's why you don't want to see them or hang out with them. Yeah. Other side of the room. Yeah. People. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Hello. I would like to stay anonymous. Um, you can know my name. I am. And I'm from New England area. I never thought I would be writing into the podcast, but here I am. I need your advice as my online big sisters. Perfect. I love that role, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. I am 23 and my sister is 19. We were super close as teenagers. As we became young adults, we have grown apart slightly as we have our own things going on. For example, college. But there is one thing between us that is an obvious one. I, all caps, hate her boyfriend. They have been dating for a little over two years now. At first, I thought he was a nice guy, all based on what she said about him. They met in a construction class in high school and seemed to have a lot in common. I met him in person when they went to prom together and had nothing bad to say about him. Fast forward a year at this point around Christmas time 
and he starts to get on my bad side. My parents have a sailboat and travel travel there for weeks at a time during the winter months. I'm so jealous. That sounds incredible. I don't parents even... with a sailboat that just travel for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know what? It's fine because mine have an RV now, so <laughs> suck on that. Last year was their first full year, so us girls were left to take care of the house. Between school and her boyfriend, my sister did not come to help whatsoever. We have an old dog, and I have a puppy on my own, along with a house that's too big for one, so help would have been nice. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> when when you have something that it's like, as siblings, we should attack this, and one doesn't, you're like, I'll kill you. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Have has Alicia ever been able to be like I'm doing all the work and you're not helping to you? I don't think that's <laughs> a possibility. <laughs> She's gotten a lot better. Yeah, but she really has. To this day, I'll, I'll just be like, D- I li- you watched me unload the dishwasher. Why is this in the sink? <laughs> or like, why did I do all the shopping for Thanksgiving? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How come I cooked the entire meal? I'm this dead. is something that, like, having grown, I, I'm just, I'm gonna preach for a second. This is something having grown up in the Christian church and the Christian household that I strongly to this day disagree with. Justice for Martha. Yeah. I don't like the tone that people use when they come across <laughs> that stupid Martha. story where Martha's simply trying to feed everyone and get sh- Martha gets done. Yeah, Martha And does. people need to stand up for Martha. Or be more empathetic for her. She's yeah. stressed. She's overwhelmed. She was having so yeah. many people at her house and all she's trying to do Not is so many have people. enough pe- The things. Lord and Savior. The Lord and Christ. Christ. Imagine having to make a meal for Christ. Who wouldn't want... A little help preparing a meal. I'm telling you right now, I made King my shredded chicken green chili soup because it's really good. And that's the only thing I'm confident about that Jesus Christ can eat. It's literally, I'm done. I'm not going to say anything You're else. You're making scones. But this is ridiculous <laughs> the way that we have talked about her. I'm done. Okay. We're good. We're good. This is going to be, you know how everyone's like, these are my things I want to talk to Jesus about when yes. I get to heaven. That's Ash. I'm gonna make T-shirts justice for Martha. Justice. Martha's gonna be really excited. To I talk can't to wait you. to. I can't wait to chat her. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like <laughs> sisters. Am I right? <laughs> the word. They, <laughs> they don't help. <laughs> and Alicia's to marry like. Alicia. I see what you did. Alicia's there. the golden child. Just, no, just no. Standing she's in like, front of. I see what you did. There. You got out of cooking. You got out of it. <laughs> you got, and everyone thinks she's holier than because she was in the presence of the Lord. I'm done. I'm not going to. I'm not talking about it. We just rewrote anymore. the Bible, basically. That's I'm fine. just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> you all know I'm right. <laughs> this is my favorite tangent we've ever had. <laughs> okay. I started to feel a little resentful towards her about this and felt she didn't deserve all I was doing while our parents were away. During Christmas break, my parents, her boyfriend, and her, and I went to the boat. The walls are very thin, and I was not happy with what I heard him saying to her during that trip. Mm. Very controlling and seems to have anger issues. They isolated themselves very badly from the rest of us and made me feel super left out. Like, they literally hate me. I do have a boyfriend as well, but he wasn't able to come. My parents began to dislike the way she acted around him as well. So it made me feel a little less crazy that I wasn't alone in this. Mm -hmm. 
Specifically, since that trip, her boyfriend singles me out and purposefully starts little arguments with me. Interesting. If I say it's so nice and sunny out, he will say, well, it's actually pretty cold and cloudy. That's so annoying. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you need to say that? I used, ugh, I had a friend like that. Oh, no, no, no. And I just remember that was one of my biggest things with him. I was just like, just no one cares. No, no, no. No one's asking you. Yeah. Literal tiffs over the stupidest thing. I'm pretty stubborn and I can't keep my mouth shut, so I feed into it once it all starts. Mm. Also, I'm not sure if you guys believe in this or not, but I went to a psychic and after hearing about my life, which was spot on, I asked about my sister. The psychic said that her boyfriend was very bad, manipulative, and a narcissist. She said my sister would have her heart broken by him. I was shocked that she knew this without me saying anything and it was a little alarming. This was in January, just a month after the uh, the boat trip. Fast forward to now, December 2023, and my family and I have seen him less than five times the entire year. Wow. I've seen my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that funny until you said, oh. I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> I'm not crying, crying. Okay. Someday I'll be able to say that. I was like, oh, okay, woof. Okay, I'm dying right now. Uh, tell me you're single so without dead. telling me you're single. Okay, um, I've seen my brother's significant others more than five times this week alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. nuts. I, I, yeah, I, I, I will say like. I know families that are just more distant. Like your yeah. family is extremely really close. close. Yeah. And I would say more close than most families I know. But this sounds like opposite. Like I, I know families that love space and, and, and appreciate their like space, I guess. Um, but what that's describing feels even Well, wilder. on top of that detail, on top of the them isolating themselves, even when they're like all together. It's, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. He quite literally never comes to our house, no matter how many times my mom asks them to come over for, you know, dinner or just to hang out, anything, Mm -hmm. and he won't. My sister comes occasionally. When my parents left for the boat this time around, I said to her, we should do dinner, the four of us, trying to make amends because in the long run, I want a strong relationship with my sister and our partner and eventually have our future kids be super close as well. When my sister is here without him, I always invite her to do things and she declines most of the time. She's just so miserable, and I don't know what to do. I truly feel like he hates me just as much as I hate him and brainwashes my sister to go against me, which is narcissists isolate in general, Mm -hmm. but if they know someone is against them, they're going to isolate the crap out of that person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, my parents and my boyfriend are also seeing the same patterns and don't like him, so so I really don't think it's just me. With, the, with all this being said, we are preparing for a vacation back down to the boat. Now with my boyfriend as well. So it will be my parents, me and my boyfriend, my sister, and her boyfriend. Oof. I'm so nervous as to how this trip will be since we're in such <laughs> close quarters. Mm-hmm. Help. How do I go into this with a good headspace? And how do I handle potential issues? Sometimes I want to scream at him, nobody likes you. But I know this is... Um, not mature and will not solve anything. Mm. Is this my own problem and should I suck it up or do I have the right to be concerned? I don't know what to do. I'm not sure I can get much past how much I don't like him for her. 
I know this was super long and I appreciate you if you read this. If you made it this far, I love you the most, sis. P.S. I will attach a couple photos of us. I am the redhead. The one of us on the beach is with my family and my sister's boyfriend. Oh, interesting. God, I love I a photo. I know. Thank you for sending photos. Wait, wait, wait. Not like it helps me get a better sense of the person, but I feel like it does help me get a better sense of the person. So this is the family. That's the boyfriend. Ew, he looks like a little dweeb. Hmm. Um, I think this is the boyfriend too. Wait, she's no, the redhead. She's redhead. So that must be her boyfriend. Oh, so that's her and her boyfriend. Yes. That's the this family. This is the, okay, okay. That's the that's family the, with the boyfriend. Yeah. Got it. Mm, hmm. Yeah, I would say dweeby. Giving dweeby. Also, though, I would never say that about someone, but just hearing about him, I hate him. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is biased. <laughs> yeah, we're biased. Um. So I feel like I feel like anything, any assumptions, any questioning you might have of him, I think it's all going to be solidified on this trip. Yeah, I do. Because too. you don't see him often and because you're going off of like past experiences that were a long time ago and things that you've overheard, you have this idea in your head of who he might be. I would walk into this trip that you guys are about to go on, eyes open, ears open, and I would just keep note of everything. And if if you walk out of that trip very concerned for your sister, then I would have a conversation yeah. with, her, with her. I would have a conversation with your boyfriend and be like, hey, like, here's what I've been picking up on. I would love for you to just kind of like keep an, keep an eye out and just yeah. like see well, if you're like picking up knows. on the same vibe. Because yeah. if you are and we all walk away from this trip, like I'm assuming drama might happen with him and stuff like that. Like if we all walk away with the same conclusion, like he's bad news, then may- maybe we maybe you you as the sister should maybe have a conversation with your sister. Yeah. I don't know that you need to have like an like an intervention necessarily with everyone because that feels like excessive. But as the sister, I would want my sister to, to sit me down. And yeah. Be like, hey, oh my God, absolutely. He kind of sucks. Yeah. And you deserve so much more. And he kind of treats you like trash. And like, have you noticed that? Like, are you aware? Can we yeah. talk about this? I feel like... I feel like this trip is just, you just have to go in knowing it's probably going to be rough, mm-hmm. like parts of it, but I would really, really try to not be baited. And if he does make stupid, com- if he does make stupid comments and like tries to start fights with you, then I would just say little comments like, I really don't feel like this, we need to argue about this or mm-hmm. like this really, like, was that necessary? Like to say, like, just kind of like brush it off, move on. Um, and I would just sit back and let him show his true colors as much as possible. I mean, it says, you said that your boyfriend knows, your parents know, everybody's aware of how he is. So continue to just be the bigger person. Um, when he says comments to you and that are rude or like whatever, I would really quickly glance at your sister too and just kind of make eye contact with her like, mm-hmm. you are like seeing this, right? Because yeah. I'd be curious to see how she reacts to that. The other thing, though, that is scary is if this guy really is a narcissist and he has his claws in her, um, it's hard because the 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 risk is if you put your foot down too hard about like, hey, we all don't like him. We don't want him around. We don't him. think he's good for you. He might take that and just take her. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I would be very careful about the way that you communicate your concern to her and have it very, very much focused on her and how you're really sad because your relationship with her is changing and how much you love her and like want to support her. Mm -hmm. So I would 
I would be very cautious about the way that you approach this. Very delicate. I have a cousin who I didn't see for probably 10 years ever because he had this wife who was no, straight Guys, up. Guys, I can't. Dukes. I'm not even going to tell you everything that she did, but She's she was crazy. crazy. And um, one of the first signs, the second they started dating, his dad like never saw him again. His mm-hmm. brother like never saw him again. They rarely came over, and it's the isolation. They they would hardly they would like my me and my family would come visit, and we wouldn't see them. And sometimes they would come just because they knew we were visiting, and we don't come out that often. And um, she would only come for a bit. Or he would come alone because she didn't want to come. And like, it was so fishy and so weird. They ended up getting a divorce. It was very messy. They it, they parted ways. And then I finally saw him for the first time without being married. And he was just like, guys. It was rough. It was crazy. And he was yeah. telling me everything. And I was like, dude, like, what? How, like, how? How? Like, uh, that sucks so bad. Like, I'm sorry you went through that. And he was just like, it's weird when you're in it. Like, it's like. I know, like, I can't believe I, I I did that for so long, but, like, it's just different when you're in it. And I think that's something to keep in the back of your mind, that she's not necessarily, like, it's not that she doesn't love you when she allows him to say stuff like that. It's it's she's in a different she's place. She's being manipulated, She's being like. controlled. And it's not her wi- wish necessarily for him to say stuff like that, and it's not her wish for him to be that way. She might not even, like, f- love him fully, but she's in it. Yeah. So you need to like treat her delicately because she's not herself right now. If he is clinically a narcissist and he's a master at what he's doing, mm-hmm. um, the pressure coming on her and the pressure that is being put on her to isolate like like ash said like you don't you don't know it's happening until it's too late and mm-hmm. you already feel alone you feel like you have to choose you feel like if if you hang out with your sister even a little bit now like he's going to think that's because you don't like him and like you can't imagine the dialogue that happens when they're alone right. so so i feel like that's why I would address it very delicately um, and and communicate your concern just for her and your relationship. And and then once you guys start to hopefully get stronger, then she hopefully will be at a place that she can hear you saying those things of like, hey, I know I'm being protective because I'm your sister, but I don't love some of the stuff I've heard him say to you. Yeah. And, and I feel like he doesn't talk to you in a kind way and like it kind of worries me mm-hmm. um so I just want to check in like I don't know if I got just the wrong vibe or like I heard things out of context but I don't love the things that I've heard him say to you mm-hmm. but it's hard if it sounds like she's wrapped in it because she's letting herself be like isolated mm-hmm. so I just would be very careful about it but as far as the boat trip you just gotta let those true colors come true, yeah, come true, <laughs> come through because they will. Yeah. They will. And I think um, we said this in a Supercast episode today. I'm going to say the same thing. I think you can you can stand up and call him out for stuff without being aggressive. And I think all you can all you have to do is if he says some snarky comment towards you in any way, just be like, "Well, that was mean." Like very simple, short period. Like. Don't even respond. Yeah, like, after. Was that necessary? Yeah. Like, like if, if he if he says something mean to me, I can simply just be like, well, that was mean. 
and then like turn around and keep going about my business. You don't have to have a conversation. You don't have to explain yourself or get in a fight or be aggressive or anything like that that might trigger him or spark something in him that you don't want to do. But you can still call him out for that and allow everyone else to hear that yeah. because he it's not okay what he's doing yeah. and what he's saying. And a, a quiet family that's just going to like, oh, you don't want to hurt his trigger his temper you don't want to make him mad like that's toxic yeah and that's not okay and we do need to set boundaries especially while he's a boyfriend yeah dear not God. a husband Oof. that that's not how you speak to me you know because if you allow it now once they get married if they get married yeah. like that's gonna get worse so like you need to draw those lines now and make it clear like you don't you yeah. don't talk that way to me to her mom to her dad to my boyfriend like we're polite we're respectful like that's what you do It'll be interesting with him, with her boyfriend being there this time, because I'm sure her boyfriend's going to get defensive of yeah. her. And then also, if her sister is watching the way that they treat each other, mm -hmm. if she's going to be like, ah, that's different. Or mm -hmm. if she's even at a place to recognize it, I don't know. But yeah, this will be an interesting Interesting. Trip. Have fun hopefully hopefully everyone comes back in one piece i was like bring extra alcohol just for you but then also i was like maybe that's not a good idea, that's that's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> store some in your room yeah seriously <laughs> for you and your boyfriend yeah, to seriously decompress after um but thanks for writing in yes <clears throat> let's go ahead and get into my story this one oof this one's good this one's titled my soon-to-be mother-in-law told me my boyfriend is still in love with his ex what wait my soon-to-be mother-in-law told me my boyfriend. Oh, so her boyfriend's mom. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's get into it. Hi, Ash and Taryn. I hope you two had a wonderful holiday season with friends and family. And Ash, I hope you had a wonderful birthday and felt so loved and celebrated Aww. for the amazing person that you are. Thank you. Thank you, you queen. Thank you for everything that the two of you do. Okay, into my story. If you could please keep me anonymous, that would be great. This Christmas... I met my boyfriend's family for the first time. We flew from California to New Jersey to spend Christmas with his parents. We had spent Thanksgiving with my parents. And during that time, my boyfriend asked my family's permission to marry me. Oh, my gosh. We have known for a while that we are each other's person and plan on getting engaged in the new year. Because of this, it was really important for me to meet his family and let them know how much I love their son. We had met via FaceTime before, but had yet to meet in person. Everything was going well, except every once in a while, small comments about my boyfriend's previous relationship would come up. It definitely threw me off a bit, but wasn't enough to really bother me. My boyfriend and I had already talked through past relationships, and it was so out of mind, out of sight for me at this point. Then on Christmas morning, his parents start talking about how he needs to be more communicative with them. There had been some comments about not being communicative enough with his past girlfriend, and they both said how much they want this relationship between me and my boyfriend to work. His mom, in tears, then says, I hope this isn't a rebound. What on earth? This is getting weird to me. Like, if my pa my parents didn't bring up my ex yeah. at all, after yeah. we broke up, like, he was dead to us. Like, we're 100%. done. 100%. Let alone in front of... In front of a new person? Yeah. Not just a new person, a, fian a soon fiancé. Oh, my gosh. This like if is they told weird. her family, he's probably told his parents that I'm 
planning on marrying it this sounds girl. like the mom is still in love with the ex not <laughs> yeah. him hopefully but i'm scared for the rest okay continue yeah so uh the mom in tears then says i hope this isn't a rebound the comment didn't register at first but later i thought did she mean she hoped i wasn't a rebound for her boyfriend after his ex that's very weird for her son yes or okay. yes yeah um, a day later, my boyfriend went for a run and I got to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with his mother. While I was with his mom, again, the, communi the communication with his previous girlfriend was brought up. I should say at this point, I have never felt a lack of communication from my boyfriend and honestly feel like he over-communicates sometimes. Basically, communication has never been an issue for us. She then says that he told her one time that he was still in love with his ex. She said that she didn't understand how you could love two people at the same time, but oh well, and that she hoped he loved me most. Okay. I, I so um, many things. When, when was this said? How was this said? Is, was this actually said? I would be spiraling. Uh, I'm so, I'm so glad you, that's exactly how I feel. And I feel like you worded it perfectly. I would like, there's so much to unpack in that sentence alone. And the fact that it's coming from his mom, not it's so just oof. you're trying to control the way you respond. You're controlling your face, but your stomach is like, like you're just yeah. like, OK, and you smile and you put your hands in your lap and then you start freaking out you're on like, the inside. Same, Susan. <laughs> I hope he loves me more than his ex. Thanks, like, Susan. What on earth? <laughs> why was that needed to be? Even if that was the case, it's like, so why was that needed to be said? Why I said to her, like, if, if she's really good, we can unpack this in a bit. I'm triggered. We're going to put a pin in this and we'll keep going with the story. She writes, after that comment, I was completely taken aback and in full shock. Where on earth was this coming from? In that moment, I felt an intense flood of doubt and heartbreak in a way Aww. that I have never felt before. Of course, right after she says that, his dad comes in the room, my boyfriend comes home, and we have to leave because we're meeting his family friends at a brewery. I had to put on a happy face while holding back tears the entire evening. Oh, uh-uh. I'd be dragging him to the bathroom. I was going to say, that's one of those things where it's like, it's, I understand putting on a face like in front of the mom and the dad, but I don't know that I could go no. out, you know? Like, Absolutely I would not. be like, can we talk separately? <laughs> I oh, would literally me? be like, can we talk separately? No, me can and my ex would, yeah, there was one time we got in a fight at Chili's. <laughs> Chili's? With my entire family. And I was like, I remember looking at him and being like, no, like n we're not. No, yeah. like I'm not going to sit here and feel like I don't know what to say to you. Have a sour look on me. No. Yeah. So I was like, I literally texted him. I'm like, let's go outside and yeah. talk. Like, let's get it over with. Yeah. Like we'll bicker for like two minutes. Go back in and have a good meal. Like this yeah. is stupid. Like, yeah. no, let's go. Oof. That would be that would be tough. Um, That'd be really tough. Mm mm. She continues, my boyfriend could obviously tell that something was wrong with me while we were driving to the brewery and whispered if I was okay. Since we were in the car with his parents and on the way to be with his friends, I told him, no, I'm not okay, but we do not have time to talk about it right now. I did tell him it was a comment his mom made that made me upset and we could talk about it later. Poor guy was probably tortured. Freaking out, yeah. When we got home after the brewery, I went inside the house and my boyfriend stayed out to talk to his mom. His He later came in and told me he asked her what we had talked about 
and she was honest about it and he flipped. He said he told her she had no right to say those things and to never talk about anything related to him or his previous relationship without clarifying things with him first. Good. He told me she had misunderstood him because he said he had no hard feelings towards his ex and wished her the best. Which I feel like there's two very different messages there, but okay. Well, I feel like you could be like... Like, look, like, we're good. Like, I still love her. I want the best for her. Yeah. And it could have been more of, like, love in regards to, like... I still have love for her. Yeah, like, I still have a special place in my heart for her. Like, don't want to see harm come to her. But, like, I'm good now. Yeah, like, same with, like, my first love. Like, I I have love for him, but it's not that. There's a different kind of love. It's like, I hope, I genuinely hope he finds love and is happy and is successful in life for him. But that doesn't mean... That I'm, I'm in, in love, love with him yeah, or that this is currently affecting my state of mind or, or my life. You Absolutely. Know? Um, he said in her mind that must have correlated to him still being in love with his ex. I asked him to be completely honest and tell me if at any point in our relationship, if he was ever still in love with his ex. He said he had never once had feelings for his ex while we were together and that he was completely over her by the time we started dating. The next day, we went into New York City with his parents and had a fun day. They had planned out a whole itinerary of things they wanted to show me, and I felt like things were okay between me and his mom. A few days later, his parents took us to the airport, and when she was hugging me goodbye, his mom told me that I had her blessing to marry her son. The problem is, all of this is still very much bothering me. I know I should move on since the issue was technically resolved, but I still feel very off about it and uncomfortable about having to see his mom again. I really don't want to feel this way about my soon-to-be mother-in-law and don't really know how to reconcile this. Any thoughts, advice, or help you could give would be so greatly appreciated. Thank you. Ugh. You know, it's Ooh. this one's hard because I feel like I don't, I don't want to like undermine or diminish like what you're feeling Mm -hmm. because obviously to you this is still like very much a thing Mm -hmm. but I feel like I don't know if it's because I've I've been around so many like older women with like my job like with my family with friends moms like whatever I think that there is a difference in older generations I think sometimes um Sometimes there's like an over-dramatized way of things. Mm -hmm. I also think that sometimes when moms are trying to like get to know someone else, they like try to almost like come up with things Things to to say. And, And in her mind, it was like her communicating it and like trying to help, but she didn't actually realize what she was saying. Mm -hmm. So part of me is like I want to just be like dude you've got to just like let it go and move forward Mm -hmm. but I don't want that to sound like I'm not taking it serious like how you're feeling because I would also feel weird but I do think in everything that you wrote about your boyfriend and you about him about how he handled the situation the second he heard about it I don't think that I don't think that there's something sketchy going on and I really don't think for the mom to go out of her way to be like, hey, I do give my blessing like and try to move forward. I feel like it really was just something like off in her mind. Mm-hmm. So I would I would really encourage to like 
if you're in a relationship with someone, you're in a relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. And you can't let the way other people act affect that or else it's going to ruin something that like is good and just supposed to be between the two of you, you know? Yeah, I I completely agree. I, for some reason, the way you worded this, the way, specifically the way your boyfriend reacted and responded to everything, I don't think anything fishy is going on either. Yeah. Um, Obviously, just based off of what we're being told. But- I think he, ha- I think he, I think he handled it perfectly. I love that he went straight to the mom mm-hmm. and was didn't hadn't even like gotten to talk to you yet and was just like, "What happened?" I love that he corrected her and like told her that it's none of her business and don't ever bring up and like this if you want to talk yeah. about something with me, talk about it with me, not my girlfriend who I want to marry and have yeah. made it clear I want to marry. Like that's just gonna hurt her. Like if you have concerns about me, like you tell me, you know. And I think I love the way he handled that with her. I love the way he then came to you and was very open and honest. I also love that the mom was honest. Like she wasn't trying to be, it doesn't seem like she was trying to be manipulative. And I (laughs) I say this with all the love of my heart. I could see my mom accidentally doing something like that. (laughs) I, I love her to death, but we, she loves to get, into mm-hmm. a deep conversation and the people that she loves she wants to tell you how they work and I wouldn't be shocked if you know my future husband sits down with my mom and my mom starts talking about how yeah Ashley had this ex this guy that she dated once and and I was really concerned because of x y and z and does yep. my boyfriend need to know that no no but that's my mom trying to give him information yeah. to help him have a better relationship with me and I'm not excusing your boyfriend's mother for what she did because it I think it was inappropriate and if my mom did it I would say it was very inappropriate but I can kind of see the logic and like oh this is something he struggles with I'm gonna give her a heads up so she can work on communication now so that by the time they're married the communication's already flowing and again not excusable but I can kind of track with where they were. She was your mother, future mother-in-law was going with this. So I think your boyfriend handled it perfectly. Yeah. I think this is something, if it's still bothering you, I would just talk to him about it. He seems like he can handle himself very well and obviously was very aware of your emotions. He could pick up that you were upset. I would say, hey, I don't know why, but that still is kind of bothering Mm -hmm. me. So for the next few months, if I need to talk about it, is it okay if I bring it up with you? Yeah. Just like so that I can process it. Just just so you can remind me that you aren't in love with your ex. You could even be like very vulnerable, very vulnerable in saying that I don't understand why I'm feeling this way. So I would love to feel safe to talk to you about it probably a few more times yeah. before I'm over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just giving you a heads up so you know that I do trust you, but I'm having to process but this. But this was weird. Yeah. This was really weird and I need to process this. And I think he'll understand. I think mean, too, like you have to remember like when you date someone, your family also is in relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And so this, it sounds like she's a very, she was probably very involved because he was younger. She probably was like attached. She probably, you know, watched it fall apart. Like she probably hasn't processed it all on her own, Mm -hmm. which like to me tells me like someday, like she's going to be that way with you. Mm -hmm. But like, I think I, it just sounds like someone who just like wasn't thinking about what they said. And I feel like I try to operate my life in a way where if someone makes a mistake, I want to address it Mm -hmm. and give them a chance 
to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. So I feel everyone's gonna like, make mistakes. Yes. It's gonna happen again. Not necessarily this, but the mistakes. And will luckily, happen. like this was all within like a couple of days. So she made those comments, said that to you. Her boyfriend addressed it. She didn't say anything again. She went out of her way to say, I I want you and our family. Mm-hmm. So I feel like how I would move forward is like, hey, I'm gonna give Susan clean slate, mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm washing my hands of this. Yeah. And I'm going to go to the next thing. I'm going to be like, hey, how's it going? And just see how it goes from here and try to like rebuild from the bottom up. Yeah. Now, if she keeps doing the same things, yes. then it can be addressed more intensely. But for now, she it seems like she's corrected. She's like said sorry to him. She's moving forward. So I would try to give her the benefit, benefit of the doubt and try to build that relationship with her. Mm-hmm. But I mean, none of us want to be held accountable for like, one thing we said that was like not I've said right. things that I shouldn't have said and I'm like oh my gosh like that person's gonna have that opinion of me but mm-hmm. it was I didn't think or I didn't have all the context or I you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I feel like we should we should try to live our lives in ways where we like forgive and give other opportunities when it's necessary absolutely but if it continues that's when like the playbook switches up you know yeah a hundred percent and I think um Again, I just really want to reiterate, I think your boyfriend handled it well. Oh, my gosh. That, like a dream. To That's hear, a win. Like for a guy to be like, what did you say to her? Yeah. Like what just happened? And then to go off like that. Like, yeah. do you know how many women would die to have that support come from their significant other? Yeah. To have so, not even had like a real yeah. chat with you yet. To, but to know that like, hey, like what happened? Tell me about it. Yeah. I'm going to fix it now. Like, I think that's very admirable and um a great quality and i i'm very excited that you found this guy um and hopefully that can that can reassure you that there is nothing there because i think if he were guilty of still being in love with his ex it wouldn't have been handled that way in any way it would have been a lot messier a lot slower a lot of like oh well i'm sure you just misunderstood her that's not what she wouldn't have said you know it would have been very gray and would have been very confusing and the way that it was so clean cut and like fix yeah. and put together I don't think there was anything wrong there but for sure. take your time processing it yeah include him so he knows that you trust him and still love him yeah. <laughs> but like I, I think he I think he'll help if you explain that to him yeah. really well I agree thanks for writing in wow that was that's messy yeah oof I do not that 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 conversation I just can't even imagine like, I just sitting I can't that. like I I'm picturing myself sitting on my boyfriend's on a run. I'm sitting on the porch with his mom. She drops that bomb. And then I'm just, I can just feel that flood of emotions hitting yep. me right now. And I f- already feel anxious. <laughs> I like, have I, anxiety. I am so sorry that you experienced that. But man, I feel like we've all had moments like that. And that's the worst feeling. No, it really is. Oh, it's so bad. Let alone coming from your future mother-in-law. Yeah. My, my ex, the, his ex, they were together for years and years and everyone adored and loved her. Damn. And she would still come around every once in a while. And the amount of comments I had to hear about them too or people I knew did not like me because they just like loved her so much yeah. was really hard to get oof, over. Oof. It was really hard to get over. Damn. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um. Anyways. But you can get over it. You can. You can. You can. You really can. You have. We all have in different areas of our lives yeah. and we'll get through the next one thing, <laughs> one thing. I, I feel like i just blacked out for a second you did. i don't even like remember how, what we were just saying <laughs> that's so weird 
Uh, I'm just really drunk right now. Yeah, you are. On live. <laughs> um, okay. Ready for yes. our dad joke? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why was the color green notoriously single? The silence. I am trying to not break my streak. Oh, I should have given you an easier one. Why? Sorry. Say it again. Why? You're not going to get this one. I should have done an easier one. Why was the color green notoriously single? Because green means go. <laughs> and it's telling everyone to go away. <laughs> if it were a stoplight. You got it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Because it was always so jaded. Damn it. I thought maybe envious, but then I was like, I don't understand that. But yeah. yes, that's good. Guys, if you made it to the dad joke, you already know the drill. We love you the mostest. Get excited because our merch sale is happening. Our huge 50% off everything merch sale is happening January 22nd through February 2nd. Get all the goods while they're still available because they're going to be gone after this. Yes. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you have a story that you want to write in, please send it to what's our email, Taryn? (sighs) Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. Send in your stories there. Don't forget the tearing it up because we love those as well. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Love you. Bye.